Yes, indeed, and we are anxiously awaiting your uh, any kind of a home improvement question you may have for Andy at 651-461-9226. If you'd like to call and chat with Andy, great. Otherwise, if it's easier, just send Andy your text question. Same number, 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How's the morning going for you so far today? So far, so good. Uh, as the guy said, as he well, I won't get into that. But yeah, that was, it's an old it's an old joke. But uh, I, I assume you had a good week, business wise. I did. Personally. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a uh, been a been a wonderful week for sure. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm pretty lucky. I uh, I went down. Uh, my parents uh, live in live in Florida in the in the winter time, so I snuck down there this week and uh, been crashing at their house. So I uh, but as uh, my mother likes to say. House guests are like fish. After a few days, they start to sink. So I'm pretty sure I'm, they're going to send me back up to Minnesota here uh, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Ben Franklin said that. Fish and visitors smell in three days. Yeah, um, uh, uh, so I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a little inside information. I, I'm trying to picture your dad just sitting around in his lazy chair. I can't picture him doing that. He's always so active. Oh, no, no. I, I think when they when they when they looked for a house. To, to a few years ago to, to move down here. Uh, one of the things that he had to find in the house was it needed to be constantly worked on and in shoddy <laughs> shape. So it gives him projects to do. Like he's the only guy that wants to go and fix stuff up in retirement. He wears a tool belt his whole life and it's just what he likes to do. Not that your mom doesn't get stuff done too, because she does. I know she does, but, uh, but yeah, your dad, oh, Kevin is, is yeah. that kind of a type a, um, uh, again, here's our phone number. It's also the text number, 651-461-9226. Got a text last week, Andy. In fact, another one today. Uh, someone, a couple of folks, excuse me, want to, you to expand on that uh, new deck material you, you've been talking about. They're, they sound kind of excited about that. Uh, is there more that you can tell uh, tell our listeners about that very thing? What is it? Yeah, you know, if you want to look it up online, it's the millboard decking. And what what we really, really like about it, one, aesthetically, it's the most pleasing composite decking that, that we find. It, it it looks as natural as as some of the exotic woods would, would, would look out there. There's no maintenance to it. It doesn't get too hot in the summertime, and it's not very slippery. So those are the things that we look for in a decking because all of the other composite deckings, are they're nice, but... They don't check all of those boxes. And this is the first composite decking that we found that really checks all of those boxes. And it's roughly around the same price as the other composite decking out there. So, so, so really, you're, you're not spending more to get the best. And, and that's a rarity when, when it comes to home improvements. Um, all of that stuff is good. But this one is, is, in my opinion, the clear front runner as the, the best composite decking on the market. You can check it out, linusinstruction.com. We have information. If you go to any of the search engines, just type in mill board decking, you should be able to find things about it. We have some videos and, and blogs that will be uh, coming out over the next couple of months. But as uh, we have a lot of projects on the docket to get that installed here once we uh, get the weather where we can do that. Yeah, and that, that that weather probably won't be that far away. We uh, we expect a, kind of a rainy day today, but uh, maybe a chilly end of the week. But it looks, you know, spring is on its way, officially or not. Uh, it'll be here. And uh, like you said, maybe I don't mention it enough, but if you just, for the heck of it, you want to get on uh, the Lindis Construction website, uh, 
com. Uh, there's a new number, too, and I'll, I'll get, get you that in, in just a bit. Um, in fact, you really should check it out because as I recall, Andy, you correct me on, on this, this month of March, uh, you guys at Lindis are offering a free installation, free installation labor. Am I correct in that? Yes. On the Leaf Garden, Infinity Windows by Marvin, and GAF Asphalt Roofing. Um, there's also some specials that are going on with, uh, with decking, especially if you're looking in the outdoor kitchen area that, that, uh, the guys are able to offer and, and couple that with the, I think we're up to 50 different payment options and financing programs that, that we can do to, to help people really get the dream home that they deserve. I was re- reminiscing, I guess is the right word, uh, thinking pre COVID pre pandemic of how years ago. For years, we would have so much fun at the Home and Garden Show, you know, broadcast mm-hmm. the whole thing, <laughs> all of that, and how times have changed. But that doesn't mean that Lindis is, you know, you guys still participate in these shows, do you not? Yeah, we're at the shows uh, currently this weekend, too. So, um, and to be honest with you, like, even the one at, uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium, um, it seemed to be... And yeah, there was like uh, you had to have the, the COVID pass and and or negative test to get into it. But the the attendance actually seemed to be almost normal, Denny. Like we we there was a lot more people than we anticipated. So that's uh, I think that's a it's a really good sign that hopefully this is we're getting back to that because home shows are nice. Even for me, when when going there, it's it's really nice to see everything in one spot and be able to touch and feel it and talk to you know. 50 contractors all in, in a couple hours. That's uh that's, you can't do that. If you were to try to do that at home and get all these people to come out, yeah. you might have to take off two weeks of work. <laughs> that's right. And it's, it's a fun, it was a fun. You can't do that. If you were to try to do that at home and get all these people to come out, yeah. you might have to take off two weeks of work. <laughs> that's right. And it's, it's a fun, it was a fun getaway too. It still is as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, here's our uh, number, 651-461-9226. I'm not forgetting our uh, our texters as well. Another one was asking, has been asking a listener about what questions to ask a contractor about insulation. Evidently, they want to get their home, you know, insulated. Is there, is there, what should, what should a homeowner do as far as, uh, maybe we generally, we should talk about looking for a contractor. What questions do you ask a contractor if you're thinking about getting a bid on whatever project it may be, not just uh, insulation necessarily? Maybe that would be a better question to answer. Well, it would, in general terms, you're going to want to check out contractors. You just one, one thing to always keep in mind, we're, we're usually the number one complained on industry at any of the, the complaining areas. The Better Business Bureau, um, typically contractors are, are one or two every year on the most complaints that homeowners give. And so you're going to want to check out all contractors, look at the reviews online, try to talk to, if, if it's a big project, I'd want to talk to a current project, one that's in process, um, a project that, that maybe that they had some service work on, and, and then maybe one that's a couple of years old, if, if you can. You know, you're talking about some of these projects can be at 40, 50, 60, $100,000. That's a lot of money. And it, I, I hate to say this, but it's, it is up to the customer to do their due diligence. Last year, we set a record at Lindis Construction for the most estimates we've had to provide for customers that were in court battles with their previous contractors. 
if that tells you anything about the the the, the state of contracting, even like we we put too much into these online reviews, like that's the be all end all. I still yeah. think talking to customers and, and doing that is is the best way. Now, when it comes to insulation, if the insulating contractor is not addressing attic air sealing, and that's your how the air moves in your house and your ventilation that is happening in your attic, then then they're not they're probably not going to be doing a good job. In fact, they could actually be making the situation worse. There's a lot of situations where just adding insulation makes makes the chances for condensation to happen even faster because that warm air is still moving through there. Now it's hitting a colder surface, making the, 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 the condensation happen quicker and, and sometimes leading to hundreds, if not thousands of dollars worth of damage. So attic air sealing is something that all insulating contractors should be addressing and talking about with their customers. All right. Very good, Andy. Hang on. We're going to take a break. And uh, again, we'll uh, pick up on some more text messages. If you'd like to call in your home improvement question and talk with Andy, that'd be good, too. It is the same number, whether call or text, 651-461-9226. We've moved one more degree in the past hour. It's now 34 degrees on our way to 39 or so here in the Twin Cities. Stay with us on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our home improvement show here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our good friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You know, I promised you a phone number if you wanted to get in touch with those folks uh, for maybe you want insulation, new roof, gutters, whatever, siding, whatever the case may be. 844-9-LINDUS, 844-9-L-I-N-D-U-S. Easy number to remember, 844-9-LINDUS. Andy, some folks are wondering how you spell. They want to look up what you suggested. That millboard, is that M-I-L-L-B-O-A-R-D, millboard, just like it sounds? Yes, sir. Okay, M-I-L-L-B-O-A-R-D, millboard. That's the decking material Andy was referring to uh, earlier uh, in the show. Uh, If you do have a a home improvement question, again, you can call it in, text it in as usual at this number, 651-461. Nine two two six. Here's one for you, Andy, via the text screen. Uh, what is the best way to insulate a crawl space under an entry landing? Plastic covers the dirt floor and part way up to the cinder block walls. The entrance to the crawl space is through a closet under the stairs. There are no openings to the outside from the crawl space. So again, what's the best way to insulate the crawl space? Uh, under an uh, entry landing, you know, um, at least spray foaming the, the the walls and what would be the ceiling of of the crawl space. You're still going to need the plastic on the ground, but we've had good luck like spray foaming the entire thing, even on on, on top of the plastic and sealing it off. Especially if there's some humidity issues, but um, if you do it the other way, you may still have to, if it's, there's any type of an opening, you're going to have a musty smell when, when you, when you do that, that, that type of work, a lot of times we end up recommending a better dehumidification system. So all of that seems to work really well together. And I can tell you this, the spray foaming of the crawl space is one of those projects that, that I love doing because it makes a, such a dramatic difference in the wintertime of those rooms. It's, it's, those those additions that go off your house that are that have a crawl space underneath them, 
that, that this, for whatever reason that weren't, weren't insulated, all of a sudden you do that and that floor is warm. It's, it's a room you start to use again in the wintertime. Um, I, I've told the story on, on the show a few different times. I had a customer in, in uh, South Minneapolis that we did that for, and over three years, I found myself in South Minneapolis. It seemed like every, every week bidding more because I think she went door to door telling people how much difference it made. She, she must have gotten me 20 customers alone. Um, and that's just what those, those projects do. It can make that big of a difference. Yeah, for sure. I can tell you it does. All right, uh, 651-461-9226. Let's go to the phones. I think Tom is calling in this morning from uh, Minnetonka. Tom, you're on CCO with Andy Lindis. What is your question, please? Yeah, I just moved in uh, last year to a house, and it was a teardown, and they only put a full basement. They only left the original full basement, and now the garage is over that. And also over, like, the one family room kind of thing in the basement. Uh, the garage is heated, and the other day I happened to notice that down in the basement there was a leak. Uh, and there was, like, salt crystallized where it come through. So I went and looked in the garage, and sure enough, bringing the vehicles in and having snow on them, it melted. It went over the corner of the garage, obviously, and leaked through. So I went over and looked, and there was somebody, and had noticed this, somebody had slopped some kind of white goo along it, because obviously they had the problem before. So my question is, can I just put some other goo down, or do I need, would it be worth my while to actually hire somebody to waterproof? It appears to be just like a crack. I can't really see now because it's got that goo on it. Um, you know, could you add more goo to it and, and not hurt anything? Could it be a cheap fix? Yes. Might it be a temporary fix? Probably. Might be something you have to address on a regular basis. Um, and this is why, like, building underneath garages, I, I, this always there always seems like that area, the underneath the garage, is eventually going to have problems like this. You might want to take a look into a garage door company like uh, Blackhawk Garage and get one of their flooring specialists to come out and 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 look at one of their polyurea floors. That will completely seal it off, and maybe there's a way that they can get the water to run someplace else as well. And they're, they're as good as it comes to doing garage floor coatings, and it comes in a variety of colors. And everyone talks about the epoxy flooring, but most of these guys are using this, this polyurea system. But a lot of it comes to the prepping of the garage door, the diamond blades that they use. The, it's, it's three days of prep in order to get this floor to do what it's supposed to do and last as long as it's going to last. So it's worth taking a look at. Markedly more expensive than the white goo. You might want to try the white goo and see if that fixes it. And maybe, maybe it does. But if not, get a hold of one of the professionals and go from there. Well, that prepper again, like any other job, I guess, uh, preparation is the key. They they really take their time in doing that. That makes such a all the difference in the world. Like, as I said, on any particular project, uh, it's, here's yes. our phone number. It's also our text number. I know we're going to have a break for uh, the weather forecast, and I can tell you we're expecting highs around here, uh, close to forty. Uh, we'll see what the rest of the week brings when we check out that forecast. But in the meantime, we have about another half hour of the show to go. This is our home improvement show. If you have any kind of a question related to that, 651 461 
That's good for a phone call or a text message, if you prefer, to Andy Lindis. Hang on. We'll be back with more here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Denny Long here along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, maybe you're in the middle of a project, maybe you're about to start one, and you need a little assistance or a little uh, tip here and there, call or text Andy at 651-461-9226. Andy, if, um, and we don't, as a rule, you know, mention brands per se of, of different things. Sometimes we do. But a listener wants to know what Lindis likes or maybe who Lindis likes as far as getting a new furnace uh, in their home. They've had some problems and uh, they want to know what, you know, we've never really addressed that before. Uh, and is it is it possible that uh, listeners could call uh, Lindis or don't you get into that area? Oh, yeah. We have a couple of different HVAC people, depending on what area of the world you are, are in, that we, we can recommend. Um, off the top of my head, the brands that they use, it's going to vary. Um, they all work with a couple of different manufacturers. So, the, but um, not all HVAC people are, are created equal. There's, uh, the, but we've, we've learned that over the years. But we have a couple of companies that we're really comfortable in recommending, but it's not something that we specialize in. That is one of those projects if, uh, as we like, like our electricians, um, they're, they're subcontracted, but these are partners that we've used for 20, 25 years, some of them. And so we're really comfortable with each other. We know how each other's work. Uh, and, uh, we, we rely on it to last as long as the rest of the projects that we do. So yeah, give us a call 1-800, uh, uh, LeafGuard or LindusConstruction.com. Uh, the ladies at the office there that answer the phones will gladly point you in the right direction. All right. Good deal. Thank you for that text. Again, if you have any kind of home improvement question, text-wise, phone call-wise, this is one number to remember, 651-461-9226. A listener wants to know if Lindis, when we're talking about decks, uh, these people want to maintain their footings and cedar floor, but does Lindis have any restrictions in replacing a large deck railing if that's what the customer wants? Not necessarily, but if we don't think it's going to be a project that's going to last very long, we might not be willing to do it. That's just one of the things that that we we consider when all of the projects that we're doing, no matter what, even if the homeowner really, really wants it, it's just we're going to have to attach our name to something that will last not as long as it should. So we we typically would walk away from that if we think that's the case. But off the top of my head, the restrictions are going to be more – by the manufacturer of the railings than, than anything. But I don't see like footings or the floor being a, a big issue. One thing to keep in mind, all of our estimates are free. So it's nothing to have one of our experts come out, take a look at your situation, put actual numbers to it, and and, and tell you exactly what we can and, and, and can't do. But um, yeah, no, the railings, I'm telling you, Danny, we, you and I have talked about this before. When it comes to refinishing your deck, yeah. The floor is the easy part. If you've got a wood railing, it is refinishing those spindles. It's, it's three times as long. And then forget about sanding them and getting everything off. And it's just a, yeah, no. Um, on a pretty regular basis, we replace old railing systems with maintenance-free ones. 
I'm looking at my schedule, and if I'm correct, Andy, I think our friend and deck expert Luke Panic is going to be on next week. Am I correct in that? Yes, I, sir. I think so. So, uh, yeah, if you have uh, yeah, if you have any kind of a deck in question, yeah, save it for uh, for Luke. Uh, he is he is the ex deck and port specialist at Lindis, and he'll be on next week hosting the show, uh, filling in for Andy. I, so, and, and I'm telling you, I I've been around this industry a long time, and you meet a lot of people. I have yet to come across somebody as knowledgeable as Luke about decking. Like when the the experience of the materials uh, over the 25 years of of decking, you know, he comes from a, a a family of of tradesmen as well, so he's got a little bit of knowledge about everything. But when it comes to decking, he really is the expert. I haven't found anybody in the country that knows more about it than he does. Yeah, and he will be here next week. So uh, save those questions so, for sure. Yeah, he's Luke better Pennant. at answering them than me. That's for sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, you're you can you can tap dance pretty well there, Andy. Doggone it. Uh, <laughs> you uh, one thing. Key, key word, tap dance. <laughs> Once in a while, you do address the idea, and you you've taught us really how important um, attic venting is. Uh, you know, insulation and ventilation. Here's a here's a text. I'll just go ahead and read it. Uh, adding uh, attic venting question. This texter has uh, five four inch cardboard tubes in the attic at the soffit area on both sides of the attic spaced about five feet apart. Five roof vents. Do you think this is sufficient, a sufficient amount of venting? No, those, those cardboard tubes are your intake. And typically when we do a, an insulation job, we're going to put an intake in between each truss. And this is why we really like our hidden vent soffit because of the amount of venting the actual soffit has compared to the other vents. Or a lot of times you see the wood wood soffit area. This is your overhang or what a lot of people call the eaves of the house. So if you're standing and looking straight up, the, the part that the vent's on is called the soffit. So if you have a wood soffit and you just got those metal vents cut in every 10 feet or so, that's usually the main problem. You know, it, it's never, I shouldn't say never, it's usually not the roof itself being insufficient amount of vents. It's usually the insufficient amount of intake that leads to the problems. You need that air to come in and push the warm air up and out of the roof. The goal in the wintertime is to try to get the attic as the same temperature as it is outside. This gives us the best chance of making sure ice dams don't occur and condensation in the attic does not occur. So the intake is, is very important. And without knowing the exact size of the attic, this does not sound like enough. It may be a really small attic, and I could be wrong, but it's, I, I, I would doubt that. All right. Let's grab a phone call. I think Joe's calling in uh, this morning from Osseo. Joe, you are on CCO with uh, Andy Lindis. Joe? Hi. Um, question for you. I got a small rambler in Osseo. I didn't roof the house 20 years ago, but... There's, they put three roof vents in, but there's also gable vents. And I just happened to look up there because there's another show I was listening to. They never cut the holes in for the roof vents. They must just did, must have just done it for a cord or something like that. What what do you recommend? I mean, because I'm a re-roof this year, gable vents or roof vents? Well, what do you have for soffit vents? 
Oh, pardon me. I had the volume turned down on my phone. Um, it's, a, it, it's fully vented around Soffit, um, which is only a 680-square-foot uh, Rambler. Okay. So I would probably seal off the gable vents and go with, the, go with a ridge vent on the roof. Um, if you don't seal off the gable vents, they're going to work against each other. What's going to happen is, depending on which way the wind's going, that's where your intake and outtake is going to be instead of the soffit pushing that warm air all the way up to the top. So the farther up in the top of the roof that you can put the vent, the better off you're going to be. That The warm air naturally wants to go there. That's why I, I really tend to go to ridge venting. The nice part is it should save you money on your roof because the plugging of the attic vents that they never cut in the first time um, are, isn't going to have to be done. They're up there basically for looks. But uh, we find this. I'd like to tell you that this is a something that you see pretty rare. But it's a about a third of our roofs have vents that are cut in wrong as we're replacing them. Or like, and this happens a lot during storms, Denny. They roof over the top of openings of holes where a vent yeah. should be, <laughs> and you don't know it's there until you step on a shingle and go through the roof. Has that happened to you? Uh, a couple of times, and <laughs> it happens to inspectors inspecting roofs um, oh. on a regular basis. This is why they like they there's. There's something to be said about all these virtual things that are going going on out there, the virtual inspections, the virtual estimates. That it, I'm telling you, the, I don't care how much technology has come along. It usually comes to us first, and we look at it and test it and we try it. It's still nothing beats walking the job site, actually putting hands on, looking at the roof, looking in the attic, looking how the basin does, putting the diagnostic tools that we have. At a, yeah, you can get close you're not going to find stuff like that or what's going on inside the walls with, with satellite imagery. We had talked uh, early, uh, Andy, about, uh, you know, questions to ask. Uh, how do you find the contractor? You must have uh, made uh, some listeners think about it. In, in this particular case, uh, this texter says this, I have land and signed plans for a house. What tips do you have for getting bids and picking a contractor? Now, this is for brand new construction. Uh, all you know, what you said before, do those apply? Maybe you could kind of summarize. What if you're, what if you got land and you want to build a house? What do you, who, who do you look for? What questions do you ask? Where do you find these people? You know, it's going to be, be, be a real similar process as you're looking for a contractor that, to work on your existing house. Um, now, remodelers and new construction people are, are, are vastly different. And even when it comes to roofers that remodel and, and siding people, it's, it's, it's a different animal working on new construction and then, then remodeling. So you're going to want to find somebody that specializes in new construction. It's just not something that they do every so often. You want to, my experience is the builders that build as a living and not just say yes to building a house every now and then as a remodeler. Um, are going to be the ones you want to look for. But go through that same process. Talk to three or four different contractors. Talk to their, their customers. Look at the reviews online. If you um, Chances are, if they're a builder right now, they have a project that's going in process right now. And if they won't bring you to that job site and walk you through it and talk to the people that are there, if that's something you want to do, there's probably not a builder you want to do if they're trying to hide anything from you. Now, builders are busy. They're really busy right now. So where the mistakes are going to happen is if a guy can start your house next month and no one else can start it for six months, I'd be really <laughs> leery 
of the person that can start it next month. We make those decisions yeah. all the time, and then we get upset when we get bad work. But I, I can tell you, on numerous occasions, I've had customers come up and tell me, like, yeah, um, we went with the first guy that knocked on our door in the storm, and then my neighbor went with you, and we were making fun of them, so they're going to have to wait three months to get you. But then you came three months later and got the job done in two days, and six months later, we're still fighting with our contractor to fund them, so they're going to have to wait three months to get you. But then you came three months later and got the job done in two days, and six months later, we're still fighting with our contractor to finish the work. Yeah, um, if, if they show so up. A little bit yeah. of patience up front yeah, and due diligence makes a big difference, Denny. Absolutely. All right, Andy, we're going to take a break. And we have more show to come, if, and we have other textures you want to help out as well. 651-461-9226 is our number. And before we uh, end the show, we're going to get you that uh, Linda's phone number, too, and website. You can uh, check it out if you need uh, need some help. All right, let's do this. 34 degrees in the Twin Cities on our way to 39. Going to be a rainy afternoon here. You stay tuned to 830. This is WCCO. And welcome back to the remaining minutes of our home improvement show here on CCO Denny Long, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, answering your home improvement type of questions. Here's here's another one, Andy, and I think this is uh, definitely a candidate to uh, give uh, Lindis a call. I'll just read it a couple of, couple of paragraphs long. We recently moved into a 12-year-old townhouse with several issues unbeknownst before the purchase. The four-season room at the back of the house is not, meaning not four seasons. It is not properly insulated. In fact, it does not appear to be insulated at all. Uh, We also have a garage floor, which is badly broken up in the middle, and this worsened considerably this past winter. The center of the floor is somewhat sunken in, puddles badly. The water cannot be removed. We would like to know to get a contractor to address these issues. They are in Oak Park Heights near the Wisconsin border. I would think they should call Lindis and get that uh, estimate. What do you think? Yeah, when it comes to the the four season porch and addressing that, uh, we, we we will definitely come out and give you an estimate. Uh, when it comes to your garage floor and and dealing with that, uh, Blackhawk Garage would be the people I would call. Their their flooring people are as good as it, it comes in in the industry. It's just again one of those companies like Safe Basements where I can recommend them. And all I care is that they take care of the customer and people, people get what they want. And that's just, that's what we do. I, I, it's not something I do. I just do my best to try to find the best person in the market that does it. I think that's Blackhawk Garage. And, and if you didn't get all that, and if you do need, you know, again, uh, we always like to say that if you need window siding, gutter, whatever the case, uh, any kind of work done, uh, here's that number to remember, uh, 844-9-LINDUS. Keep that in mind, 844-9-L-I-N-D-U-S. Easy to remember, 844-9-LINDUS. Give them a call. Have them come out to uh, check out the project you have in mind. Uh, this uh, listener, Andy, let's see, uh, we got a couple of minutes to go or so. I have an efflorescence problem in the basement. Uh, the cement block was previously uh, painted Excuse me, the other half of the basement is finished, have never had visible water. A basement company wants to drain tile and sump pump for 63 feet for, uh, it was like six or five figures. Too much for me, Texter says. 
Uh, is it okay to have scraped off and repainted any suggestions? The house was built in 1970. So it looks like they want to kind of temporarily do a do-it-yourself thing. I don't know. I Would you recommend at least have, have uh, safe basements come out and look at that? Yeah, for, for, for sure I would. And And could you scrape and paint that again? Yes. Will you be dealing with effervescence again? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, it's 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 kicking the can down the road is, is is essentially what it does. And what people have to understand, it's not going to get cheaper. Now, now circumstances are what they are. You know, not you know. I, I get that. We we deal with this on, on a regular basis. Budgets have to be maintained, and we have to be able to go. We don't want to you know. Hurt. There's, sometimes you can say yes to a project you can't afford, so you need to make sure you're not doing that as well. There's, there's, there's a fine line there. But if you kick the can down the road, this project might be six figures instead of five figures. So you might be, you know, there's, I can tell you this, I know plenty of uh, projects that are $15,000 more than they were two years ago. Ooh. That this just what it is. There's there's certain things in the home improvement industry that have gone up tremendously over the last two years. So I'm hoping some of this stabilizes a little bit, but this is not going to get cheaper. It's going to be the cheapest time to do home improvements is right now, because it's always gets more expensive down the road. I, I have one manufacturer that's ever given me a price cut, Denny. One. Mm. I always wonder, like when all these prices keep going up. I have one person I've dealt with where. Where I've gotten gotten a price cut, a price cut letter, I should say. I get all these price increase letters. I got one letter one time. Open it up and like, hey, due to the state of affair of aluminum, we're actually going to lower the rate of your your product. I'm like, huh? Look at that. There's a there's somebody somebody sticking in, and we were able to do that for our customers right off the bat. So that that was a nice thing. So hopefully you see some of these materials start to come down and come down in price, but labor and materials seem to be going up, and I don't see it ending anytime soon. Andy, we've got about a minute and a half to go here. Let's do a one quick text. Uh, can you do, meaning Linda's, composite railings when you replace decks? I also have a privacy wall with the same material. Is that also possible with permanent decking? So the main question is, do you do composite railings when you replace decks? Do metal railings? Yes. Yep, yep. No, there's uh, composite railing systems as well. Okay. Um, but when we show people those railing systems and the metal railings, they tend to choose the metal railings. So you can you can do with that what you will. It just seems like when people look at the cost of the railings and the looks of the railings, they seem to lean towards the metal railing. And, you know, maybe at this point, again, uh, we should make mention that uh, Luke Panic, any kind of a deck question or porch for that matter, but if you specifically have uh, any kind of deck or decking questions, Building, cleaning, whatever the case may be. Our friend Luke Panic will be filling in for Andy Lindis next Saturday and uh, answering those questions. So that uh, per- perfect timing. So so keep that in mind. Don't forget, and, Andy. Yeah. He is Lindis Construction's uh, resident uh, chicken coop expert as well. So there's, uh, <laughs> well, if there's any chicken coop questions, Luke's your guy. Well, we'll have a special special five- or ten-minute segment on the show <laughs> dedicated to chicken coops. All right. Well, Andy, always great to hear from you. Thanks so much uh, for the help today, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, we'll talk to Luke Panic next Saturday here on the show. Thanks, Andy. All right. Thanks, Andy. Andy Lindis. Yeah, let me give that uh, Lindis number once again and the website. 
If you uh, want to check out uh, that website, it's lindusconstruction.com. Real easy to remember. L-I-N-D-U-S is the spelling. lindusconstruction.com. But, but if you want to call them, keep in mind that, that first visit, whether it's windows or roofing or gut, whatever, is free. All right? At least they can come and write, write you up an estimate, and that is absolutely free. Great folks. 844-9-LINDUS. 844-9-LINDUS. Denny Long here. Thanks for listening. We're going to try it again next week. Enjoy the day, a rainy day with 39, the high right now, 34. Here in A3OWCC.